been a minute since I've heard that <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing like as soon as I saw your like little thing pop up on the screen I was like whoa dude remember that one time when we had yeah. a podcast yeah. yeah yeah and uh yeah like recording in progress I actually completely forgot about that little intro yeah did you feel and, nervous uh, no, I don't feel nervous, but I was thinking about it today because we talked about like, you know, we should probably pod. And then I was thinking about it today. I'm like, so would that be considered like, is that is do do you think that our best friends feel like we ghosted them? Like, is that what ghosting is? You know what? I'm actually. Yeah. Yes. First and foremost, it absolutely is. Because we didn't like we didn't respond really to any messages uh, we didn't respond to any like SOS signals that were like, were they? No, wait, do we send the SOS signals? Anyways, we were unresponsive. <laughs> we ghosted all of our best friends. <laughs> well, yeah. And I mean, I, I would like to say that we're completely justified because we no, did. Allude, no, no, we did allude to it. But we did allude to like, okay, well, you moved here. Like we went through that whole journey with everybody. And then we were sort of alluding to like just living in the moment. And I think like not intentionally, that's just what happened. Like all of a sudden it was just a case of like, okay, we're just here living in the moment. And we sort of fell short on the keeping everybody in the loop. So here's what I learned from this experience, because as you guys may recall from season two, and then like that really mini season three, we talked a lot about like dating and like how all that stuff transitions and ghosting is like a massive part of like the dating scene. And so mm -hmm. I remember like through my dating journey, like there was some, I was a ghosty, I was a ghoster. Um, and I always felt like, oh my gosh, like, like I, I didn't like ghosting people. Uh, and so I tried really hard not to do it. And I certainly didn't like being ghosted. And you always feel like there's something wrong with you. Like there was something that you said or something that you right. did or didn't do. And like, it right. always is about you. So I just want to go on record here and tell all of our best friends, actually, it had nothing to do with you. And so anybody no. who has been ghosted in the past, like, I think it's really important to recognize that it's not all about you. Sometimes the person... Right who's doing the ghosting is just really consumed with like living their life. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, and really, I mean, that alone is probably, especially if it's a stranger now, like these, like, you know, our best friends, we did let them into our lives. We, you know, shared our journey, different things like that. I think that when it's a stranger, you have to take a step back and sort of say, okay, well, there may be things behind the scenes that I'm not aware of. Right. And maybe our experience this past summer, because it's been an entire season, um, <laughs> is just an example. Yeah. Like, um, you just don't know. We, we really, it's important that our podcast is interactive and yes. that through experience that we're also, you know, not just here for a good time, you know, we're not, we're not here just for a good time, but to also, you know, share our experiences and have other people experience. Now, if you're in a long-term relationship and you're not in the new dating scene and, and what that entails and ghosting and all of these things, you know, we just wanted to share a snippet of what that's all about, but unintentionally not to Wait, hurt. And <laughs> what I'm hearing you say is that like, in order to learn, you must feel. And so for those of you who have all of your shit together, we just wanted you to feel like the rest of the world feels uh, when they get ghosted. 
Is that well, what I I'm going to say? Well, I think it's important. I think it's important that as we're raising younger generations, that we're able to relate. So if our, our, you know, daughter or our son comes to us and says like, oh, you know, like I was totally into this person. They ghosted me. Well, now we can completely relate like, oh, oh, okay. I know exactly what you're talking about because you know what? There was this one time that the Kelly and Melly show actually did the same thing to me. And while they're there looking for your support, because you can relate through us, you can then pivot the conversation all about us. <laughs> so also like, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to like, I think the coolest part about this ghosting experience was that like, it was totally uncoordinated and Absolutely. it was totally un un unintentional. And so like, no, I, no. have you ever seen the movie Fight Club? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what's the number one rule of Fight Club? You don't talk about Fight Club. And so what Kelly and I did, and I don't know, it wasn't, it was not coordinated. It was like, I went on a journey and we'll, we'll talk about that. But like, I went on this journey and like Kelly was like on this journey. And so like, neither one of us were committed to continuing the podcast for a certain period of time, but neither one of us spoke about the podcast. <laughs> neither one of us commented on the fact that we hadn't done the podcast until it was like an unreasonable amount of time, like maybe two months. Well, and I think that we gave like, you know, at one point we did say like, you know, we're going to give our listeners credit that, you know, they know it's, it's summer, like it's things, you know, things are happening. They're busy. We're busy. Like life is happening. It's summer. It might've been a very short season, but like, they know, they know, I mean, we know that our listeners are super intelligent. Um, and then when, you know, I think you had posted a picture uh, you know, one of our super fans, like diehard dedicated uh, fan, which we absolutely love was like, wow. Okay. Wait, <laughs> you're still, you're still with us. You're still here. So you're alive. This is great. Yeah, thank no, you. We have, thank you for, for we being had there. a number of people like commenting on our like revival. And there was a lot of people who were like really excited. And mm -hmm. I felt like there was that moment where like, I was kind of, I don't know, like spamming our Instagram account, like really trying to create this awareness, this momentum, like, Hey, we're back. We know we ghosted you, but we can change. And like, you know, <laughs> here's how, but like, I didn't have any information to give because we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Like, just like season one, two and mini season three, we're kicking season four off and we have no idea where we're going with this. So right. buckle it's, up. It's completely, again, unscripted, completely like no clue what is happening to the point where I will kick it off by sharing with everybody. So those of you that are in Canada know that we just had, you know, the Labor Day long weekend. So yesterday was holiday Monday, Labor oh. Day weekend in September before we segue with kids going back to school and getting back to routine. Mel came over uh, for a drink. We sat by the fire on Saturday night. And I said, you know, I actually took a moment a couple days ago and thought to myself, I probably should extend an invite to Mel. Her, we'll talk about that more in the season boyfriend and her daughter to come over for Thanksgiving on Monday. So uh, it's not Thanksgiving. No. Thanksgiving is a month from now. And I feel like on top of us not doing the pod, it's really because I feel like maybe we blinked and summer was over. Like, Honestly. I think even if we wanted to do a pod, there was really no time because like, if you blink and you wake up and all of a sudden you're like three months later, I mean, really, yeah, I can't I be held accountable for that. Well, I think that's, I think that's called a coma. Uh, <laughs> and it's possible that the coma was induced because of lots of fun, uh, yeah. maybe a little, a little overindulgence. Um, and I think for both of us, like a lot of like, like hashtag growth and hashtag learning opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So and I mean, really, but like I, I mentioned when we were together Saturday night, like, did I have a good summer? Like, <laughs> no, you, you, you definitely had, like, okay. you definitely had a great summer. You absolutely okay. had a great, a great summer. I think okay. We, okay. We well, had great summers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, there was a moment where like, I kind of forgot like what, what, like the summer just, I feel again, like I blinked and all of a sudden here we are. Yeah. Welcome to the Kelly and Melly show season four. Mm -hmm.
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let's so. take. Let, we might as well take a trip down memory lane. I mean, I no, think no. that the best place for us to start is, you know, well, where have we been? What have we been doing? What's been going on? Um, this might actually be helpful for you too. If we take this trip down memory lane, because it sounds like you've got some, some gaps that you need to fill in. And so yeah. do you want to do it? Like starting from, do you want to go back to May, end of May and like move forward? Or do you want to go from now and move backward? Like, what do you think is the most effective? Well, no, we're, we're going to have to go back and start from there because I don't remember what happened in May. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, okay. In case well, I do remember this. I started a new job at the end of April. Yeah. So I think that like starting a new job at the end of April also contributed to my lack of, because, you know, when you're in learning mode and you're, you're, you know, highly engaged and like, you know, learning new processes and all of these things, like I, I don't know, like I, everything else sort of disconnected. So I know I started there. So end of April, Kelly started a new job and then what? Well, and then in, in like, I think same time, like April, I made like this vow. I was like, like, listen, listen, dudes, uh, I'm, I'm done with the apps. Uh, we're moving on. Like, it just wasn't like a great scene anymore. It wasn't fun anymore. I had, I had dated the entire Atlantic region and I was ready for something fresh. And so at the end of April, um, mm -hmm. I had taken a chance. And I had decided to go on a date to uh, to Prince Edward Island. I really wanted to see the island. And that is like really what brought me to Prince Edward Island. Um, okay. And then I met this dude who was like super, super cool. And he rode a motorcycle. So that makes him, I think, cooler if you're into that kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. And we became like, I would say, relatively smitten with each other uh, relatively quickly. Um, well, yeah, and, and okay. Okay. Now that you mentioned that, like, I do want to share with everyone that I would have never seen my bestie becoming a biker chick. Like you're <laughs> full on, like you're like biker getting tattoos. Like, I mean, it's a whole thing now, like this, the, the dynamic changed. So we went from PI at the end of April mm -hmm. to well, then I dumped him on his 40th birthday. So that was our last okay. podcast. The last podcast. Was that in was, May? That was at uh, end of May. End of May. Uh -huh. So uh -huh. dumped him at the end of May. And okay. it, we kind of made a bit of a joke about, about it. But like, it was actually that incident. And this is where I'll get, I'll get real for just a sec. But I promise I won't stay real for too long. Uh, it was actually that incident that, that prompted me to like look inward. I had spent yeah. like a year and you and I have chatted about this so many times over the past year. And by the way, it was one year yesterday that I arrived in New Brunswick. Um, wow. So happy anniversary to me. Yes. Yes. So happy in anniversary. And you're like full, like, I mean, biker chick, East coast oh, lifestyle, wow. like you've embraced the whole thing. Like, Oh yeah. The whole, the whole entire thing. Um, you're in fact, delving been, into new dimensions completely. I've just, I've just, yeah, evolved. Uh, but in, in September last year, you know, we talked a lot about like, oh, like, you know, like growing and changing and blah, blah, blah. And I, and I keep saying to you, like every season, like if I, like, if I look back at like the last three months, like, whoa, I've grown so much. And I had no idea how fucked up I was, you know, six months ago or 12 months ago. And so I found myself at the end of May in this like new thing. I wouldn't have called it a relationship at that point, but I would definitely have called it a thing. Um, mm -hmm. and, and it was a thing that certainly piqued my interest, but I found myself like having all these like overwhelming feelings and feelings that I thought that I had already like addressed. Like I thought that through dating the entire Atlantic region that I had somehow like fixed all of the issues that I like the baggage, I guess that I brought with me. Uh, okay. much to my surprise, I actually hadn't. And so after dumping, um, my, uh, my, my, uh, I don't know, the guy, the dude, <laughs> on yeah. his birthday, I actually decided to like get back into therapy and, and I wanted to really, like, I made a commitment to myself and I'm sure I know you've seen this, but I've made a commitment to myself to like, listen, if I'm going to be in a relationship with somebody, I want to be the absolute best version of myself possible right and so yes. like immediately started going to therapy and like talking about all the feelings and thoughts and they're fucking big like if mm -hmm. you don't recognize 
like what your like issues are, where your triggers are, you know, the baggage that you bring with you. When that shit pops up on you, yeah, man, like I thought it was good. I thought everything was great. And then all of a sudden it wasn't. And I was, I was a broken human for like, I don't know, three days, I think. Uh, and those were three mm-hmm. long days. Yep. Yeah. So I, but I spent- eye opening, right? Like you well, go through these hard. moments and it's kind of like, wow. And you have to, like, if you don't, and you know, I think that through the journey, as we continue to evolve and learn and grow, I mean, that's really all we have, you know, in this life. If you really sit back and think about it, you know, what, what is this all about? You know, what is life all about? What is, what are we here for? What is our purpose? Like all of those questions is really, you know, the be all and end all is like, who are we? And getting to know ourselves and unpacking all of those layers, because as human beings, like we are just made up of so many, you know, different components, different layers, different experiences, and all of that shapes us into who we are. And Mm -hmm. I, I am so proud of you because you're correct. Like now that you're saying that, I remember like, you know, going through those moments with you and saying, okay, you need to really understand this, understand like, what is it that you're going through? What are you experiencing? Why are you feeling this way? Right? Like sometimes we don't have the answers to those questions. And a lot of people will frown upon. It's really unfortunate because people will like, oh, therapy, like, you know, something's wrong with you. I think therapy is so healthy for anyone. You know, even if you think you have it all together and think you have all the answers, that in itself <laughs> probably requires a little bit of therapy. I think just like a dental, like I now think just like a dental appointment where you go in and just, you know, get, get things checked out. You might not have a cavity. You might not have a toothache, but like, if you don't go in and get regular maintenance done on your teeth, regular cleanings, exams, yeah. x-rays, you know, you might end up with a fucking like no teeth in your mouth. Right. So yeah. I would have told you, and I did tell you a number of times, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to like, probably like when I get to the East coast, I'll probably do some therapy, but I didn't want to. And I didn't want to, because I wanted to believe that I knew how to fix myself because I'm fucking smart and I'm emotionally intelligent and I can tell you what's wrong with you. So if I can tell you what's wrong with you and not you specifically, Kelly, you're perfect. Um, (laughs) But I should be able to just like think my way through whatever's wrong with me. So I couldn't. And it, it wasn't like, you know, something where I needed to, you know, curl into fetal position and, and, you know, not exist anymore. It was just a matter of like, listen, I felt really uncomfortable. I felt a moment of like, almost this like feeling of rejection. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't like it. And I didn't like well, it. And you knew. I think if I, you know, if I recall in that moment, you knew, you know, if your end goal is I want to be the best version of me, I don't care what anyone says, like superficially the best version of you. And, you know, people are doing fillers or they're, they're pulling themselves together. You see, you know, we've talked about this before, like you see online filters and people and, you know, they, they're showing this version of themselves, but deep down inside, are you for yourself, the best version? And I think you were experiencing those questions of like, no, I don't like how this feels. And mm-hmm. above and beyond anything else, that's really all that matters is how it you really feel. Is. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, good point, the filter thing, right? Like I never really thought about it that way, but we do, you know, listen at the beginning, at the, at the beginning, the birth of the Kelly and Melly show, we joked about filters. <laughs> now we use them quite often um, because it masks the things that we don't want the rest of the world to see. And so listen, when I walk into, you know, a business meeting or, you know, a first date or, you know, meeting people for the first time, I'm not walking in, putting all my baggage on the table and saying, here I am, I'm going to put forth a filter to make sure Mm -hmm. that as the world sees me, they see who I'm prepared to share. The problem is is Mm -hmm. that sometimes you wear that filter for so many years and so many Mm -hmm. hours of the day that you yourself lose touch with what's underneath or what's behind the filter. And for me, like I said, it was, it was like, okay, I felt this feeling of rejection. The funniest part of it is that it wasn't actually like, I wasn't being rejected. It's just that I didn't know how to deal with the emotions that I was feeling. And so I freaked out. Like I lost my shit. I dumped somebody on their 40th birthday. Like, that's fucking rude, man. (laughs) I dumped somebody on their 40th birthday who I, you know, I mean, as as much as you can care about somebody in a month who I, like, I adored him. And um, let's just chop it up too. I mean, like, let's be honest. Like, the only reason you did that is because like television or a movie, that's really great content. 
So yeah, let's right. just chop it up to, you know what, in the moment, it seemed like really great content. Yeah. And yeah. that was a part in the Kelly and Melly show that it seemed like, you know, at that time in that space, that's what felt like it needed to be. Yeah. But we grew from it and we, we learned did. from it and we just we continued to evolve and move forward. And, you know, fast forward past the 40th birthday where, you know, potentially the mugs that you sent were going to be sent back. Um, <laughs> this is how, you know, that, you know, there's, there's a decent connection there. It, like I had sent him this text message, like, okay. I think it was like, I don't know, three 30 in the morning I had woken up and I was like, still just not comfortable with the conversation. So I had sent him this message. I don't even remember what it said, but then like by eight, I hadn't heard anything from him. And so that further, yeah. that furthered my feeling of rejection. And so therefore I was like, you know what, like it's actually not going to work out. So like wish mm-hmm. you best of luck in the future, yada, yada, yada. And his response was, uh, on my 40th birthday, uh, thanks for the mugs. <laughs> best so of luck in the future. Like, did you want the mugs back or I, like, well, anyways, we'll always have, you know, if, if he and I, you know, maintain a relationship long-term, we'll always have his 40th birthday to look back on and, and laugh. Yeah. yeah. I so, said, you know, if we fast forward a little bit into the summertime. So, you know, as we're sort of going through this journey, you know, some of my advice to you was, I think that a a really important message for people to hear and people to understand, you know, when you're, when you're, you know, going out, you're looking for someone, you're looking for someone to connect with. I mean, the, the picture of what my life is today is not at all what I envisioned. It's not at all what I thought it was going to be and what I thought, um, you know, was what was meant to be, but the thread of my happiness really stems from laughter, like love and laughter. If nothing else, if you have someone that makes you laugh, if you have someone that adores you, if you have someone that, you know, nothing else matters. And really the theme of my entire summer has just been, you know, comedy show after comedy show after, you know, just loving and laughing. And, and, you know, I think that you're finding and would agree that that's kind of where you are. Like understanding that, you know, the importance of a relationship is someone that's in your life that is a positive contributor that can make you laugh. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's like, I, I don't know about you in your past. Like I know you and Marty, that's like, that is the, that is the lifeline for your relationship is just like mutual understanding, which I think is important. Uh, communication, which is very important. Uh, and yep. then yeah, like the laughter and just like not taking things too seriously. Um, either way, you know, live, laugh, love. Is that what, is that what we're saying? Yeah. 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 Live, laugh, love. And as much as it sounds cliche, it really is like, it's really just all, all we have. Right. You know what? When Karen, when Karen threw down the live, laugh, love signs and put them in everybody's house, like she really knew what was up. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Karen. Uh, me and me and the gentleman from end of April, you know, by the end of his 40th birthday, probably he was probably like 40 and two days. We decided that like we wanted to continue uh, dating. Um, since then, you know, I have been a passenger on a motorcycle. Um, yeah. I have gotten a couple of tattoos, not because of the, the biker situation, but like maybe no, slightly no. influenced um I have oh we took a trip all the way to Ontario um yeah we've taken, like we've spent like at least 35 hours in the car together and like that was cool um mm-hmm. I can't oh we went tubing um we did we've done a whole bunch of really cool things together and all of the time it's just been like laughter and like this like awesome like connection and so I'm happy to report that I am uh, I see no sign of Melly back on the tinder uh, I've met a really super cool guy and I'm committed to taking this relationship because that's what we're, 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 rela- we're in a relationship uh, one day yeah. at a time um, and continue. You are officially someone's girlfriend again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, it's a good time all around. It's a good right. time all around. And you know, the fact that it's the Kelly and Melly show, I will say like from a Kelly perspective, 
you know, and you being my best friend, of course, I was on this journey with you. Of course, you know, all I wanted was for you to be happy, you know, obviously being on the East coast and you uprooting your whole life. Like there's times where I'm like, Oh man, like, you know, I don't want her to regret this. I want her to find herself. And I want this to be a positive experience and, you know, meeting, you know, said gentleman, he's, he does seem like a really, really super great person. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I know that there's no guarantees in life. There's no guarantees in life for any of us. But I think that, you know, at the time that we are right now, where we are right now, I think that it's, it's a perfect combination. Um, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of the growth and, you know, the development and just the self-reflection and awareness that you've had. I think that, you know, we talked about this, we talked about, you know, doing the pod and really kind of reflecting a little bit on like where we were and what we were going through. And, there was so much happening, um, you know, with us individually and, and together and just trying to kind of figure out who we were, um, you know, and then getting back to our roots and just really like, okay, you know what, this is, a, this is something we really enjoy doing. We don't want to lose sight of that. We want to keep a piece of that. We want to continue, you know, get back on track. And, you know, that's just where we are now. So, you know, I really like him. I love that you know, we laugh together. Marty really likes him, which I know it's so important. And many people will say like, oh, you know, it doesn't matter. But like when you're best friends and, you know, it is important that the person that you're with fits in and yeah. gets along, you know, it does make a difference. It might not be everything, but it makes, it makes a difference. And I really, really like him. So, you know, we're, we're obviously hoping for the best and, you know, we'll just continue to take this journey and see where it goes. Yeah. Well, I think that's like, actually, I'm glad that you mentioned all of that, but I want to, I want to say like the coolest part of this experience for me is like, listen, it's, it's a really new relationship and like, we're really having a great time, but listen, we're both 40. So we both take, like, we both brought some baggage into this with us. Um, you know, and we're working through it and we're, you know, trying mm -hmm. to just be the absolute best versions of ourselves. But I think that it's ourselves. Uh, I'm sorry, speaking it's this the whole podcasting <laughs> thing to me is, is new to me. Um, <laughs> I what think it's this? really important. Is podcast? What? Like what, what is that? What do we I don't know. Is there someone that can coach me yeah. on this? Because podcast coach. Remember I think... what happened <laughs> over the summer, let alone. Yeah. It was a blur. A confession. Yeah. yeah. A coma. <laughs> I think the most important thing for me that I learned through this experience is that, um, and, and I learned this in therapy and it, it, the first time she said it to me, I was like super annoyed. I wanted to punch her in the face because she was super annoying. But she said, like, you need to live, you need to learn to be your own supportive self and you need to like be there for yourself. And so in the moments where you're feeling, you know, uneasy or you're feeling like, oh, this could be rejection, like you got to be there for yourself and you got to talk yourself through it. And so although, yes, the, the gentleman that I'm spending my time with is hilarious and charming and, and, and checks a lot of the boxes that I have, like what I've learned most about this journey is with or without him. I am learning to really understand and value me and my happiness. And so even if it goes, it all goes away tomorrow, of course I would be disappointed because again, I adore him. Um, but I would be okay because I'm, I'm becoming okay with me. And that is honestly like the best place for me. Um, the best place I've ever been. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I love the person that you're becoming. I love who you are. If you're questioning, <laughs> at any point like what is happening over there I'm actually sitting by the fire right now and because like the highway um is sort of my backdrop if it sounds like you know I'm in the middle of like a city I'm not I'm actually sitting by the campfire uh doing this podcast with you um live from my backyard but the highway behind me may be creating the illusion that I'm on like a busy city street or something when in reality I'm not and it's just the high I mean, well, or or potentially like you know motorbikes like does do you think like when he leaves like when he leaves your house and like goes out like does it have does the motorcycle have like really loud exhausts that are like yes it like, does. Off? Oh. I think that's kind of the appeal and you know what it's funny that you mentioned that because like, you know, perception, <laughs> perception becomes reality. And like, 
if I've never really paid attention to motorcycles before, because I've never been like an old lady, I've never been a biker chick, I've never had the right. tax or whatever, right? But now I notice motorcycles, I notice like, okay. you know, the, the vibe, I notice what they're wearing, but also like, I notice like the way he kind of perks up when he hears the purr of a Harley Davidson. Okay. Yeah. Because I was going to say, like, let's not just gloss over, you know, noticing the style of a biker. Because there was a moment, I do recall this summer, where you were like, okay, like, you know, like, I'm I'm going on the, the motorcycle, and like, I need to get a tire. And this was like a really big deal, like in the moment, like, I need to get a tire, like, I don't know, like, what does one wear on a motorcycle? And we both kind of like, cummed and hawed about it. And you're like, well, I mean, it's the summer, like, I'm not gonna buy a leather jacket, which I guess learning now, because this is all new to me too, like, I guess a leather jacket would protect you if you were to fall off the motorcycle, like yeah. leather would protect you. Um, but we weren't going to go with the leather jacket just yet. I mean, maybe you will get to that point, but you got boots. I did. I like, did proper boots okay but so i have to really... tell you like the funniest part about the proper boots is like okay so i went shopping for these boots and like okay when you're a me like i'm melly from the block like i don't know like <laughs> you know i know big hoop earrings and like tight jeans and like crop tops well maybe not crop tops anymore but you get what i'm saying i don't yes, know yeah. like leather jackets and tassels and you know like whatever so <laughs> I did do like a quick Google search of like what do you like okay. what do you wear okay. on a bike and it was like a lot of leather it was a lot of like you know jeans whatever so I decided that okay so because I'm Melly from the block and again I don't necessarily identify uh with leather biker boots I'm gonna get myself some like dope ass high top converse because that's a style I can fuck with right so okay. I feel like all these stores and none of them have high top converse so i go to the back of uh dsw uh designer shoe warehouse um yeah it was a free plug by the way and into their oh, like yeah. clearance section <laughs> and i find yeah. one pair of boots that are black that are in my size that were like marked down because obviously it wasn't black leather boot season uh to like 50 bucks from like 180 and i was like okay cool i fuck with these cool they fit whatever i can do so, this yeah. So fast forward okay. like a couple of weeks, um, I noticed when he came over with his boots, like our boots are almost the exact same. <laughs> oh, wow. okay. So you got like the mini girl version. Louis is in her boots. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. it's really like, it's really funny that you should mention that and that you should share that story because although we're taking like a trip down memory lane of our summer, let me just share with you my day today. Okay. I mean, it's still technically summer until the 22nd. Right. So back to school, right? So I now have a 16 year old. She's going back to school first day tomorrow. I said, okay, you know what? We're going to go back to school shopping. She's been working all summer, you know, doing a really great job, saving her money, um, got a job at like a sushi restaurant where she's made great tips. And so she saved her money and we said, okay, we're going to go back to school shopping today. She decided she wanted, I had bought her for Christmas last year, a pair of leather high top Converse. So okay. like an olive green color, but she wanted to get a pair of leather high top shoes, black or black and white, like a black and white color. That's where we started. Okay. And uh, we went to sport check and she's seen a pair of like Adidas shell toes. I think they're called, which okay. are black and white. They didn't have her size. That's no problem. So as the day continues to roll on, like, okay, we've checked every shoe store in the mall. Let's go to DSW. So we go to DSW designer shoe warehouse plug for free there. Um, so we go there, check the clearance section, check everywhere, nothing. So, okay. However, as the day rolled on, I went from wanting a pair of black and white shoes to like, well, I have black shoes. I have green shoes. I probably should get like a brown beige color. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I, I'm cool with that. That totally makes sense. Well, of course, there's the perfect pair of Michael Kors shoes. <laughs> 
So she wants these Michael Kors shoes. And I said, listen, you worked hard for your money. You need to make a decision right now, right? Because of course, as a parent, we're always teaching. So this is the one time in your life at this stage where if you want to buy these shoes for $170, this is the one time in your life you're going to be able to do it. And you've worked really hard all summer for your money. You did really well with your purchases today for your back to school stuff. If you really want these, then you need to make a decision and have a conversation with yourself to say no online shopping. There's nothing else that I need. I have everything that I need. I'm not going to get any more for school. I just really, really want these shoes. And she's like, yep, I really, really want them. And I'm like, well, then you know what? Go for it. So she came home the happiest 16 year old because she got exactly what she wanted. And I'm just trying to teach her if you work hard for your money and you have the money to do it, you can do these things for yourself. You can splurge a little bit, but then there's other decisions that you have to make, right? You have to say, okay, well, I got these, I got this today for back to school. I don't need any more. I need to appreciate what I have and continue to move forward. But I just thought it was ironic that you mentioned, you know, DSW. That was part of my journey today. Well, here we I are. think like what I learned from that is that you're like pretty hardcore with the lessons because like here I am 40 and I'm like, oh, I'd really like to have those $170 pair of shoes. But then also I would like to have everything else too. And so could you maybe pop by tomorrow uh, and give me a lesson on like how to say no to the next purchase because I'm having a really hard time. Well, really funny story. So when we got home, her dad was like, okay, you know, like, how did it go? And I'm like, oh, really good. He's like, well, like when you say really good, like, you know, she did go shopping with Kelly who says yes to everything. So <laughs> can we just clarify really good? And I'm like, no, no, no. I think like she did really good. And there were some lessons along the way. Now, if it's you and I, as grown women who like, you know, are in positions that we're in, I'm probably just going to be like, you know what, Mel, just go for it. No, you do. That's the problem. This, this whole summer, I keep reminding myself like, okay, you're not Bill Gates. You're not Bill Gates. You're not, Bill. but I just keep saying yes to everything. And I think part of that is because of COVID. Like we were on lockdown for such a long time. And then I moved to this new area. And so I want to do all the things. I want to buy all the things. Yep. And yep. I want to live my best yep. life. And part of living my best life is un unlimited spending. <laughs> well let's put it this way like experience I much would prefer and my lesson would be if you are investing in experience yes I would say go for it if you putting me into like clothes or like shoes or things like that those things will wear off right that right. stuff will be and as girls females whether it's right or wrong we'll be like yeah I don't really like this anymore like we're constantly changing and whatever right but if you're investing in an experience completely different situation and I do agree that COVID did play a part this past summer because we were like you know what this is we're we're finally feeling some sense of normalcy and I just want to live Okay, so um, yeah, I think that, you know, COVID took us through a journey. We learned from COVID and we, but I don't think we were unreasonable. We well, were completely reasonable. Have, maybe I should share my credit card statement with you because like actually, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, but yeah, but listen, again, moments, these moments are priceless. So, well, and, and you say, okay, so you often say this, like, I don't know where you got it from, but it's like totally a Kelly line. And they're like, if I were going to make a t-shirt and I probably will at some point, maybe for Christmas for you, that's between you and you. And so one of the beauties of being <laughs> single, like single is that like, actually the credit card statement comes in, but like, I don't have to talk to anybody about it. Like, I just have to have a conversation with me and me and the number of, like, I can lie to myself as long as I want because okay, I know. Okay. Okay, so it's really funny that you should mention that because one of the lessons I learned at a really young age was I would open bills, right? When I was really young and I was I was working, but like you're just starting out, you're on your own, whatever. I'd open bills and then I would stress out about how much I owed on these bills. So I quickly learned the art of 
um, ignorance is bliss, right? Because I just wouldn't open the bill. So I just don't open it until I can make a payment. Like, I'm not going to look at it and say, oh my God, I owe so much money until like I can do a payment, right? Then I open it and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I owe this much. Let me throw this much on. So okay. just don't open the bill. Yeah. I mean, why stress out? What am I doing? Well, okay. 18-year-old Kelly's advice is bullshit um, <laughs> because 40-year-old Melly would like to keep her house. And it, it's not that bad, but it's like, it's bad enough to let, that I've had a couple like stern talking to's with myself where I've said, okay, dude, like after this date, like you really got to reel it in a little bit. Like I've had, anyways, bottom line is like after our trip to Mexico in October, like I'm really going to like reel it in until about well, November and right. Christmas comes. And then like after that, okay. like January 1st. Okay. Oh, that's it. Like the new year, 2023, totally 20, different. But, yeah. I mean, 2022, like we're making up for some time. So, I mean, and Mexico, like top of the line, five-star resort, have to get the best room. I mean, that is necessary. It is all yeah. about the experience. Like yeah. Yeah. it's not the fact that we're just thankful to be in Mexico this time. This is like, okay, it's making up for like three years worth of not being able to travel. I'm pretty so, sure you and I, uh, so there's a group of 78 of us going. Um, <laughs> Kelly knows like, I think about none of them, which is great. I probably know about seven. <laughs> Um, all great people, but like, I'm pretty sure they're all staying in like, sort of like the, the regular rooms, like Kelly and I pretty much upgraded to like a luxury yeah. honeymoon suite. <laughs> <laughs> and the problem like is swim that, out pool. Yeah. Yeah. We, we can swim right out. But the problem is, is that you're a fucking enabler. And so I'm like, well, like, do you think we need to have this oh. room? Yes. You're going to blame me? Is this going to be our first? Okay, so we're coming back with vengeance in season four because you're going to tell me who would be completely fine with like a three-star hotel in another country because I just appreciate being there that like I'm the enabler when it comes to vacationing? Well, I'm, in this particular <laughs> In this particular time, I'm pretty sure I did say, do you want to? And you said, okay. <laughs> well, because I know it's you. Okay. And because I'm dealing with you, I'm like, well, I guess I got to fit in with Mel because normally I would just say, like, throw me into like a super eight. <laughs> <laughs> got to get in where you fit in. This, You know what? Ain't nobody putting baby in a super eight. <laughs> No, well, okay. you know, there's, there's more to that story. Like I'm for once in my life, I am in a position where like I did have access to a little bit of extra money this summer that I was able to treat myself. And I do feel, and this is sort of my downfall. Please do not look to me for advice. I am my father's daughter. Like I do believe I deserve it. <laughs> like YOLO? Everything is like, yeah, everything is just like, you know what? You only live once. Okay, live so I just want to circle back to the part about 49 seconds ago when you said, for the first time in my life, I'm going to, I don't remember what the words were that followed that, but like basically saying like, for the first time in my life, I'm going to like take the upgraded trip. I just want yep. you to know that with mm -hmm. the exception of one trip to Cuba, every mm -hmm. time that you and I have gone on vacation, it has obviously been for the first time in your life because Melly don't go to hotels. <laughs> so I did an activity with my team the other day and it was like two, two uh, truth, like what is true and what is a lie, right? So like all of the questions or whatever. And one of the questions or one of the answers was Kelly traveled to Cuba 14 times and everyone's like, oh, there's absolutely no way. And like that was absolutely not the lie. So they're like, really? You've been to Cuba 14 times? I'm like, well, first of all, let me just clarify that Veradero Beach is one of the most beautiful beaches in the world. And from Ontario, okay, maybe not the East Coast, but from Ontario, traveling to Cuba is super cheap. So there were years that like I would go like maybe two, three times a year. I'm pretty sure actually I went on vacation once to Cuba in like August, loved it so much. I turned around and took my whole family for my birthday in November. <laughs> yeah, but so, for the first time in her life, this time, 
Like this, yeah. this time is yeah. the first time that she's yeah. going to an upgraded. Yeah. yeah this yeah. is you know like what? a two in one. This is a two in one vacation. Okay. Okay. And really. so well, listen, that's between you and you. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's between. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's just take a quick walk down memory lane of my summer. So in order for me to do Mexico, I really had to be mindful that I do have a family. Right. So I'm going to go to Mexico with you. I'm, I'm so excited about it. Girls trip, best friends going away. Oh my God. Like, okay. And we're back podcasting. So we're going to be sharing all the things with all the people. Um, and it's like a month from now. So in order for me to feel justified in doing that, I had to, you know, think about my family this past summer and think about, okay, let's do things. So in July for the July long weekend, we had booked a trip with Samaya to go to Ontario for a few days. So for the July long weekend, we were going to Ontario. We had booked all these tickets to go to Blue Jay games. We had planned to go to the CN tower. We were going to do all these things in Toronto and Thursday, we were leaving on Friday. We received the notice that the flight was canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so COVID was still not completely behind us. Um, the airlines really struggled, I think, to sort of get everything back on track. Once it did, the flight was canceled. We weren't able to go. Uh, I was okay because I'm from Ontario. So I was able to make the best of it that weekend. I think on the Saturday, we were supposed to be flying out Friday. The Saturday, that day definitely was a blur because I spent the day in the pool drinking. I couldn't see by the end of the day. Um, but it was more for my family. I know they were disappointed. Wait, 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 wait. I just want to politely interject here. You did you did come that day. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. yeah. Thank you for recognizing that I was there, but I just want to talk about the family that you that you like got really drunk for that wasn't there. like when I got there, you were in the pool. Yep. Sans yep. Sans family. Without your family. Yep. You were in the pool, floating around in a blur. Yep. And then I was drowning. I said I was drowning in my sorrows. I was drowning my sorrows that day, July something, July 1st or whatever. I was drowning my sorrows. That's that was my excuse. But not with your family. Like just I just I feel like maybe this podcast episode. But then family just... did, but then family did end up coming. If you recall, we were in the pool later in the day, and you were like, Oh, who's that? And I'm like, Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's my cousins. I can't really see right now, but my parents will entertain them. And then there was someone coming from the other angle of the pool. And you were like, who's that? And I'm like, oh my God, that's a neighbor. <laughs> yes, these are all true I facts, was, but I just like, I'm fact checking you now because that's my, that's my job on this podcast. And I just want to go on record and say like, you didn't do it for your family. You did it for yourself. And so the episode of this or the title of this, this episode of the Kelly Nelly show is Liar Liar Pants on Fire. Well, okay. Yeah. So I, well, I did it in, I I'm, I'm a very empathetic person. So I was empathizing with I them. Are you empathizing with me about how sad your family was that they weren't in Ontario? Well, you were in the pool <laughs> drinking your sorrows away with me and your family. I remember. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then the August long weekend, Marty and I went to Montreal. So yes, we did. did. We did get to Montreal. We had planned to go to see the Kevin Hart show. Absolutely hilarious. It was so much fun. When you go to one of these big shows, you have to hand in your cell phone at the front of the show. So you have to give them your cell phone. They put it in this little case with a lock on it. So it's sort of like when you go to a store and you buy a shirt or pants and it has those locks and the person has to take it off. Like there's no way you can take it off. So you can't steal it um that's what these little cases were and i'm in the show um sorry let me just rewind a little bit marty we all know he has friends that are part of the kevin hart show so he had received a text message from his buddy from the kevin hart entourage that had said go to uh, guest services and there's going to be passes there for you now we already had our own tickets so we were going with the intentions with our tickets which were probably in the nosebleeds because that's what we can afford um and we ended up 14 rows from the stage amazing so he had he had left his tickets we were at 14 rows from the stage um 
got VIP passes to go to a VIP after party. It was it was phenomenal. So we get there, we have to hand it, put our cell phones in these in these bags or whatever. And being in our 40s, I mean, I didn't care, right? Like, okay, throw my cell phone in this little pouch. So I'm going to get us drinks. And I can hear the kid behind me or the person behind me like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. Like, I can't even access my cell phone. I feel like I've abandoned my kids, blah, 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 blah. So the show starts and it opens with Joey who gave us the tickets. He's from Plastic Cup Boys. So part of uh, Kevin's entourage is the Plastic Cup Boys. He started the show and he says, so how are all you millennials? (laughs) Here we go there. And I'm like, oh, damn, he's calling them right out because I'm pretty sure that these millennials that couldn't access their cell phone for the time that they were in the show, their head was spinning. Right. I think that they were they didn't really know what to do without their cell phone. But the reason is, A, you can't take pictures or video footage of the show and B, like you're there to watch the show, right? So like it was, okay, this is a security thing. Like we can't have people like accessing their cell phones. So, you know, it was it was interesting to see like the different generations. Let's say I didn't give a shit. I was like, okay, man, I like all good. I'll pack up my phone, no problem. That's fine. So let's like get to the VIP passes. So the show finishes it was hilarious so this is the reality check tour by kevin hart it'll be coming out i'm sure in the near future great show he did phenomenal right so we go we see the show he was phenomenal show ends there's thousands of people in the bell center in montreal and i look at marty and i'm like i go to the bathroom like i can't go to this after party i gotta go to the bathroom right now because i've been holding it this whole time i've been drinking watching the show i gotta go to the bathroom so he's like oh my god okay thousands of people we're on the bottom floor I got to get to the bathroom so I go to the bathroom of course women's washroom there's a lineup but for you to get to the after party the VIP after party show everybody that has tickets to go to that have to meet in like the 100 section right so I'm thinking there's thousands of people I got time to go to the bathroom no problem so I go to the bathroom wait in the lineup get in go to the washroom Go and I'm in the mirror to put on my lipstick, and there's Marty standing in the door. He's like, Kelly, <laughs> we gotta go right now. We gotta go. No lipstick. Let's go. And I'm like, oh my God. Right. So I start like a slow jog behind him. I'm like, oh my God. And he's like, oh my God. The security, like everybody is already gone. They're rushing us like to get to the elevator to get to this after party. I'm like, holy shit. So I'm like running, like slow jog with him, like trying to keep up with all these people. So we get up to this after party and he's like, okay, I'm just going to be honest with you. Like I had to make a real life decision. (laughs) In that moment, I had to decide, am I leaving her ass here? Like, am I just going to leave her here? and go to the after party and she doesn't know where I am or am I going to go get her? Like, what am I going to do? And I was like, but it wasn't my fault because the lineup and he's like, I don't care. I don't care. This is the after party. Like I had to make a life decision. Was I leaving my girlfriend? Thankfully he didn't leave me. So, you know, again, it was a little bit of a episode getting there, but I mean, again, it's content and when you have these episodes in your life, you kind of should have these episodes because it just adds to the experience. So anyway, we get to this after party, free food, free drinks. It was awesome. It was great. But I was saying afterwards, because Kevin Hart didn't come to the after party and I said, okay, so we had free tickets to go to this VIP after party, which, so for me, I didn't really care, but if I was, someone who bought a ticket I think I would be disappointed would you be disappointed I would because I feel like like I don't know how much these tickets cost but if you're going to the Kevin Hart show and I mean we gave him a couple plugs so like this little you know shade that we're about to throw at him you know hopefully it's not too impactful but like I'm paying money to go to the VIP after after mm. party after show like I expect that you're at least gonna like walk through like, make a show gonna, like you're gonna yeah. show up Mm -hmm. Well, so I asked, so I asked Marty's cousin, he's like, well, there's no guarantee for a VIP after party. And there's only a guarantee for the meet and greet. Like if you pay for tickets for a meet and greet and get pictures, like there's, that's a guarantee. I didn't know this This is all new for me. 
that was fine. But I mean, I guess if I was a person who was paying, I, I probably would have been a little bit disappointed. So whatever, we had a great time. It was a great experience. So many laughs, especially at the millennials, you know, like how they were responding to not having access to their cell phones was hilarious. So Saturday, that was on the Friday, Saturday, you know, we traveled around, checked out uh, Montreal. It was beautiful. Uh, and I'm, I'm sitting, we're having dinner together down by the harbor front. And I said, you know what? Amy Schumer's in town. Because it was the Just for Laughs comedy festival. And I guess like August 1st long weekend is when it all wraps up. So I'm like, do you want to go? Like, do you want to go see Amy Schumer? And he's like, sure, if you want to, let's do it. And I'm like, let's do it. Right. So here's your example of like, you know, you only live once. YOLO. You know, you only live once. If we're here, we might as well go. So we went to see her. Hilarious. Um, So we just mentioned something like really quickly, just like it just popped in my mind and I just want to get it out before I forget. Like I've heard you say the the acronym YOLO a couple of times today. And I want Mm -hmm. to like share with you that I actually use that acronym quite often myself. And so on the weekend I was hanging with, you know, my guy and I said well yeah YOLO and his response was BOGO <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> like buy one get one <laughs> BOGO <laughs> did you say BOGO yeah, buy I'm one get you. one free yeah okay so you missed it because you cut out but I was I said YOLO and then like my dude was like yeah BOGO I'm like uh, what like buy one get one <laughs> And then we gazed into each other's eyes and recognized it was love in that moment. Oh, YOLO, BOGO. I mean, Mm. really, it's all, again, let's let's circle back. It's all perception. Live, laugh, love. Yeah. (laughs) So anyways, that was the highlight. We did Montreal. It was great. Um, YOLO. Bogo. I wish the tickets to Montreal were buy one, get one free. Um, <laughs> it was, and I will say for the record that that hotel was not a top of the line hotel that we stayed at. However, it was very cost effective because the tickets to get to Montreal, which is not far from here, like it shouldn't cost that much, were quite pricey. Well, so, I just want to say, like, because I'm not surprised by that, because for the first time in your life, as you went on record saying, for the first time in your life, you're going to an upgraded hotel in October <laughs> for the first time ever. And that hotel, might I add, is not not a BOGO, but it certainly oh. is a YOLO. <laughs> on that note I feel like we've been podcasting for the entire summer and it's actually only been like I don't know slightly over an hour um well, it's because so- we are those friends that you don't see for like three four months and it's like oh my god it's like I it's like I've seen you forever yeah but only like it's yeah it's been a minute so yeah. I-, I think we should wrap up okay uh, <laughs> only because well there's a few reasons one like it, it has been a long time but also like tomorrow's the first day of school for hope and so mm-hmm. uh I don't want to be what did, what did the what did the millennials say like I feel like I've, I've abandoned my children I don't yeah. want to abandon hope on her last night right. before grade five right and so I gotta bounce right <laughs> well if y'all want to stay here with me my kid's working <laughs> you <laughs> to pay for the shoes that she bought today like she just had to go to work I'm like oh work 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 you ain't got to go home but you gotta get you gotta get the hell out of here okay okay I'm out okay well you can't just drop the mic I didn't I didn't I'm still here I didn't I didn't leave yeah because I feel like September is like the new year for me so new year new me right but right. the same old excuses. So like, whatever. <laughs> Hope you guys all have a wonderful week. Um. We're back. Happy New Year. Happy New- Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. We'll see you in 2023. <laughs>
just in case we're not back, we're just letting you know now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. We, so you can't say like, oh, they didn't tell us. Like it and was just a mini series. It's they possible that this is like one episode season. We don't yeah. know yet, but we're just living in the moment. So <laughs> we, we fuck with the cliffhanger big time. So if we don't yeah. talk yeah. to you again, happy Thanksgiving, yeah. happy Kwanzaa. Uh, <laughs> no, not Ramadan, Diwali. Diwali's going to fall in there. If there's any holidays that we've missed, uh, we apologize. We're an inclusive podcast. We love you all. Uh, we hope yeah. you have a great week or year. Uh, life. Or life. life. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> Bogo. <laughs> oh my God. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. For now or ever. <laughs>